hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to the next episode of POV. Welcome back, guys. We are so glad that you are listening. We are the podcast that shares our opinions on all things college, ministry, and faith. Um, and we're just two girls trying to follow the Lord and share our opinions. So welcome back. Uh, today is a special, special podcast because we have... Maddie's sister. <laughs> Guys, I'm here. Oh my goodness. I, I've been trying not to laugh this whole time. <laughs> Bear with us. When we get together, we get a little silly goofy. What's your name? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. My name is Sam. Sam Churn. I'm no longer a Haydel. Boo, I'm the last Haydel. Yeah, believe me, I sure was one. Um, yeah, so I'm excited to be here today. Ignore, don't ignore. Honestly, laugh along with us. We're just going to be laughing it yes, up, yeah. talking about the Lord. This is just our normal, our normal vibe. That's yeah, true. this one might be a little bit more giggly than normal, but it's, that's okay. It's truly, so like Sam and I have this thing where like, we just, <laughs> in a very serious situation, we make direct eye contact and then we absolutely lose it. Like we're on the yeah. floor laughing for the next 10 minutes. We call it twin tilapia. Yeah. That one's going to take a little too long to explain, but. It's just twin telepathy, except make it fishy. except we didn't know how to pronounce telepathy (laughs) (laughs) i guess it wasn't that long to explain yeah but seriously guys so excited to be here can't wait to get into today's topic yeah speaking of today's topic is transition and change and specifically more like transitioning from college ministry and college to the real world yeah which you've kind of dove into over the past year you've went through a lot of change kind of Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about like yourself one and then two of the changes that have happened in your life in the last year so guys before you even do that we have to talk about the mugs we're drinking oh my goodness it's tea time as taylor swift once said we gotta go through our mugs yeah we have to i've been waiting just quick just quick little preview Oh, me first? Yeah. Wow, okay. I have my green mug from Target, Opal House, obviously. Um, it says Cup of Happy, but right before we started, Maddie said she hated this mug. So it's a, a cup full of sad right now. Sad so and tea. she just takes every single thing and twists it. <laughs> I said, it's not my fave. <laughs> and to me, I'm hearing, I don't love you anymore. <laughs> I have an A&M mug. Um, hook them. Oh, oh no! I am not an A and M girl, um, but we are at our editor's house, and Tyler went to A and M, yeah, and graduated from A and M. So this is what we're working with. Mm-hmm. And I say gigum because horns down. So yeah. Anyway, my mug, guys. This mug is incredible. It's not even mine. It's Tyler's, but it says. I golf, therefore I am. <laughs> and I just like, it has like funky colors on it. And then it has like those little things. The for golf you. tees. Golf tees, yeah. And then flags and like a little golf machine. Wait, what is that? Golf, golf machine? Golf. <laughs> a bag. Oh, a golf bag. So it's really awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But anyway, going back to real life, let's talk about real life. Let's you know? talk about it. Let's talk about... My life. The funny thing is that I realized as she was talking about this topic is she said, going from college life to real world. And guys, I'm not going to lie. I'm not out of college yet. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's a little embarrassing. I have one class left. I was just a little bad at the piano. Um, I'm a music major. So I basically am out of college. I just haven't officially graduated yet. But um, I did get married this past August. So. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it was a whole bunch of our lives for a while. Planning a wedding? Holy moly, it is a lot. It was kind of crazy looking back at how much yeah, like, we it talked about it. And, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, that was about eight months ago. And then I kind of had to navigate moving 30 minutes away from my sister, who I've only not lived with for one year of my life. That's so crazy. Yeah. And we'll never live together again. Think about that. Uh, that's what you think. Until you bunk with me for a year. <laughs> yeah. Um, live in my garage. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it was, it, it's been a whirlwind. Um, and I can't wait to talk about it because I know that a lot of our friends are going through the same thing or will go through it at yeah. some point. So, hey, let's talk about it. Yeah. And I think that's why we wanted to do something like this is because I feel like most of our listeners are in college, but also... They can come back and listen to this and be encouraged and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think college in general is a highly transitional phase phase of life. And so whether you're coming into college for the first time or people that are, like, transfer students or leaving college and going into the real world, I think that any kind of, like, major change or transition can apply to this kind of what we're talking about today. And also, like... You moved churches as well, and so there's, I did. there's some of those, like... Twice, actually, I did move churches. Yeah, yeah. like, you kind of still, like, you're figuring it I'm out. Not, I'm kind of still you're on the up and up, I feel but, like, yeah. yeah. I'm not a member of a church yet, and it's been difficult, because the one thing I can think of that's most difficult about that is that you can't really serve at a church mm-hmm. unless you're a member. Not in the ways you want to. You can be a greeter or something, but I can't be on the worship team for anything, can't work in kids ministry unless I'm a member. So I'm like, let's just hurry this process up so we can start doing that. But that's just, I mean, that's one of the many things we will talk about. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, let's just dive right in. Um, Okay. So what is something that you wish someone told you about this weird transition period? Like if someone had to give you advice about it and you wish they told you that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'd start with the fact, and this is going to sound sad, guys, but trust me, there is hope. Um, (laughs) It is, it's a lonely time. It can be a lonely time, whether it is you did just get married like me, or you're going, you're moving to a different state to get a job. It can be very lonely. And um, that's something that I've experienced because I'm a big extrovert and my husband not so much. Um, <laughs> he could probably spend like an hour with me a day and be like, that's good. The rest can be alone time. So it's been a big adjustment for him and a big adjustment for me because I've had to deal with alone time and I've never done that before because I mean, I lived with three other girls and yeah. I spent all of my life with, <laughs> with them at like every single second. Yeah. I don't think we clarified that like we all three live together. Yes. We said that the sisters, you guys yeah. both live together, but mm-hmm. I also lived with y'all mm-hmm. for two and years, for two years. Yeah. Like we were like, we are best friends. Best and so, friends. but like, you know, living together, I mean, you're just with each other constantly. Absolutely. So, yeah. So it was just kind of crazy. I know I have Darren, my husband's name is Darren, but yeah, like I said, you, 
it's kind of an adjustment. You never know how much time you're actually going to spend with your husband. Like he has a busy job. I'm at home all the time. So especially if you're not married, I mean, that's also another way to be lonely. So, I mean, whether you're living by yourself or you're getting a new roommate, um, it can just be lonely. So I, I do wish somebody had told me about that because, um, I thought that I was good to go. You know, I thought that I was like, oh, awesome. I have this awesome fiance. He's going to be my husband and I have these awesome friends. And then when I transitioned, I noticed that my foundation with the Lord was not as strong because I was kind of depending on other people. And so when it came down to it, I felt lonely because I didn't have those people. And so I wish someone would have told me, hey, get your affairs in order. <laughs> like right now is the time to draw closest to God in, in mm-hmm. times of transitions. Mm. Yeah. That's good. I think that that's helpful because then people can, like you said, prepare their heart and get their affairs in order for a season of loneliness. Because there are things that you can do, maybe not necessarily to prevent a season of loneliness, but to prepare for one, like you said. Yeah, prepare your heart. Yeah, you can, like, make sure that you are consistent in prayer, consistent in, like, reading your Bible, um, consistent in just different spiritual disciplines that will help you get through a season of loneliness more steadfastly. um, And... Yeah, just a little bit more confident than maybe if you hadn't prepared. Yeah, and I like how, well, not, I didn't like that you're in a season of loneliness, but it's good to remember that you can be in a season of loneliness with people around you. Absolutely. And I think, like, for example, if you're moving um, to another apartment, but just with different roommates, it's just, is going to look different. And, like, maybe you're not as close to those friends, or maybe there's just one friend, and so it's just a different relationship, and it's okay to, like, have it's okay to feel lonely, but you just don't... Even when you're not technically lonely, yeah. in quotations, because um, my husband's awesome, and I do actually spend a lot of time with him, but I'm just that kind of person that when I'm alone, I feel lonely. Um, right. So it's okay to feel lonely, even though I don't think that bashes your friends or anything. It's just, it's more yeah. of a feeling. It's just, I mean, especially with our relationship, like, we do have to drive, and 30 minutes isn't that far, but it is... It's different than just coming home and saying, hey, let's hop in the car and go to Brahms, Mm -hmm. you know? We can't do that anymore. So it's definitely a fight that we have to have Mm -hmm. for our relationships. Yep. Yeah, we're fighting about it. Yeah, we fight all the time. Yeah. We actually probably fight less than when we were living together. That's so true. (laughs) Guys, living with sisters is crazy. Let me just like... I wasn't faced at all. I didn't grow up. So I have one brother. And so when I moved in with Maddie and Sam... It didn't, like, shock me, but I was like, wow, this is this is sisterhood, and I never got that, and this is what it is. <laughs> and it's funny, too, because I just forget that you're my sister. I forget that all the time. Do you ever just, like, you, you think about, we think about each other, right? I think about Maddie, and I'm like, I was in diapers with that girl. Yeah, that's wild. Like, I grew up with her. That's weird. To me, she's just like, Maddie Haydel, you know, the girl... The girl, was, yeah, the girl next door. Yeah, the girl next door. Because we've become such close friends. Yeah. It's, it's hard to believe that we, we did grow up together in the same home. Yeah. Okay, so kind of moving on, what has been the hardest part of all of the change and transition that you've mm-hmm. been experiencing in the last year? Yeah, so kind of going on, the fact that you can feel lonely, it's the fact that hey, you might still have friends in your college ministry. That was the main thing is that I left all my friends behind in the college ministry and they were still in it. 
So talk about FOMO. Mm. Oh man, that has never been more in my life than this season because I mean, and they got a new roommate too. And it was just like so weird that I wasn't a part of it. And like, I wanted to drive down for everything. So it was hard having to accept that I wasn't going to be there for everything, Mm. but it almost made our, it makes, it makes our time more intentional. Yeah. I think because, um, we can't just dilly-dally and um, we're on kind of a schedule when we hang out because we're busy people or y'all are busy people. Y'all are crazy. <laughs> um, no. So it just makes it makes our relationship just as sweet, I think. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I agree. I, like, get so excited to see you. And it's not like I wasn't excited to see you before, like, when we lived together, but, you know, when, like, something It was is, just like, inevitable. Yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew what I was getting myself into <laughs> kind of thing. And it wasn't, like, a shock. But seeing you now, I'm like, Sammy, Sammy. <laughs> Kayla gets in the super like high pitch, like me. <laughs> you never know when it's gonna happen either. She'll just, just like come yeah. up and hug you. Like I got stung by a bee on Monday, and um, I like called her and I was like, Sammy, I got stung by a bee. <laughs> I just laughed in your face. That was, it's true. That was a really weird thing to get a FaceTime to. Nine o'clock that night, too. I was like, I was in bed, my old woman self. I was like, why are you coming? She was. That just shows you that you transitioned to the transition. (laughs) Okay, so, like, what did you do in the moments that you were feeling FOMO or you found yourself comparing yourself to maybe other people? Like, how did... Did you just sit in that? Like, how did you handle that? I I mean, obviously, in those moments, you turn to the Lord. But more, um, more actions-based, I, I, I sought out community, you yeah. know? Because um, you go from this big community. I mean, y'all all live right next to each other. Yeah. You have built-in community. And then Darren and I were like, oh, no, we have to find married friends and stuff like that. Um, so... When I found that out that y'all were too busy to hang out all the time, I had to find some other friends. You know, believe it or not, I had to make friends. <laughs> Crazy concept. <laughs> and friends that were, you know, willing to come over to our house and stuff like that. So, um, in no way has that, like, replaced any relationships that I have had. Um, but... It's important that you surround yourself, especially in a marriage. Oh my goodness. It's important that you surround yourself with friends and community. Just as you would in a college ministry. That that needs to be the same in a transition period. That's good. No, I, I agree. I think like, I think from my point of view, <laughs> I was like, oh, Sam's going to get married, live her life, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, almost like she's going to want to have time with Darren, which... Obviously, you want to have time with your husband, but I just never thought of how different it would be with you still needing the friendships that you clearly, like, yeah, that's clearly what God realize, made it for. Here, just quick little, uh, just quick little announcement for soon-to-be-married couples. You're with each other all the time. You're going to need some other people in your lives. So, um, yeah, I, I can imagine. I, at first, I was like, I'm not leaving this house. Like, this is my dream. I had dreamed of being able to be with Darren all day. And we did spend all day together. And then we spent the next day together. And then the next day and then the right, next day. Right. So, so, yeah, you do. You, you need to carve out time for friends.
Yeah, so, okay, how does your faith look differently now? Because I know that college ministry is awesome and great for a lot of, like, spiritual growth um, and teaches a lot of great, like, spiritual disciplines. But it's different whenever you are removed from it because not, like, every single small group or life group or whatever church it is may not look the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd say the main thing is that I had so much accountability when I was in a college ministry. Like, I literally lived with my sister. So if she caught me slipping at all, or if I just didn't want to wake up and go to church, she'd be like, oh, maybe maybe you should. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, you're right. But when you're in the real world, that's up to you. It's up to you, and it can be up to you and your husband or your spouse. Um, And that's kind of a scary thing because... I mean, you get to make that choice and it's, you may not always want to make the the right good choice for yourself because when you're by yourself, that's the most opportune time to be selfish. Um, yeah. So you, I'd say that has been um, super interesting transitioning faith-wise because I have to decide... I, well, me and my husband, we have to decide when, what church we're going to. I told you I've gone to two different churches. Um, we went to one for a while and then we switched. So we have to decide which one we're going to, what service, are we going to lunch after, and that's just a lot to decide. So <laughs> it can get overwhelming. Um, but it can also be really beautiful. I was talking to Kayla earlier about this, and I said that it can be really hard and I do want you to prepare your heart for that if you're moving into this season but it can also be one of the most beautiful relationships that you can have with the Lord or that you have had with the Lord so far at least in my life because no one's forcing me to do it Mm -hmm. Uh, my mom isn't saying go to church Maddie I love Maddie being my accountability partner but she's not breathing down my throat (laughs) (laughs) so when I do figure out that constant time and I have that relationship with the Lord that's all mine um Mm. so it can it's it can be really really beautiful you do you do just have to get past the um kind of funkiness of it all the newness of it but that is why it's so important to have constants in your life. Mm, that's good. Mm-hmm. That leads us beautifully into the hey. next question. But um, yeah, like, what is advice that you would give to someone who is about to enter into a season of transition or change and, you know, or maybe is in one currently? What would you, like, share with them? Mm-hmm. Um, y'all. I know this is going to sound silly and something that like you would you would think of, but when you're in those couple weeks or wh- however long your season is and it's like that change is happening right then. So for me, it was my wedding. So the week before my wedding, the week of my wedding, my honeymoon and the week after, right? That that was all a big change in my life. And that time is really when you need to lean into the Lord the most. Um, but I found myself saying, oh, I don't have time. I need to pick up the flowers from my reception. Or, oh, you know what? Um, we're back from our honeymoon, but we haven't really established a routine. So I don't really know. I'll get to the Bible sometime today. Let's be real. If you ever say, I'll get to the Bible, you're not really, at least myself, I'm not going to get to yeah, the Bible. That's fair. Uh, Chance goes. <laughs> yeah. 
So if you don't have a routine in that moment, which you're not going to, the the few weeks of that transition, um, just make just make a little moment, pocket moment of God or time with the Lord. Make that just your routine. You just plan a time of the day. If it's waking up, going to sleep, if it's I'm going to listen to a worship song or, hey, listen to a podcast. Ooh, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to read the Bible. Um, make sure you put that in the routine because that's, you're not going to take that for granted, especially in that crazy time. I think that's that was the main advice that I could give because I, I found myself having a hard time gearing in back into my relationship with the Lord after my wedding. And mm. that's crazy, you know? Yeah. And I wish I could do that over again because it, it did take a long time. Yeah. And um, a long time that I probably, I needed to be leaning into the Lord. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. We also talked about like constants and you had mentioned that earlier of just having constants in your life because if you don't, you can feel like your whole world is falling apart. Um, and so I think that's a really like wise like note to me to say as well is to like have constants in your life. So the Lord being an obvious constant, seeking him, like she said, even when there's a lot going on, even when it doesn't feel like you have time. And then also having constant people. So for Sam, you know, Maddie and me and our other roommate, um, and other, you know, her parents and her sis- her other sister and Darren, obviously. And so I think finding and, and even, like, if needed, communicating. Like, hey, mm-hmm. in this crazy season, I, I you're constant for me. And I want you to know that. And it's not to place, like, an unrealistic expectation on you. But just so that you know, like, I'm thankful for you. And I'm leaning into the fact that I know that you will be consistent in my life. Hey, have those conversations. We've had those conversations. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... Hey, communication is key. Absolutely. Communication okay, is clarification. <laughs> bro. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, there's a scripture that I love. It's James 1.17. And it says, Every good thing given and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shifting shadow. And that just highlights, like, Jesus is not going to like his shadow isn't like going to change like he's there he's consistent um and even like when our flesh is weak like he's strong and so um I think that within itself like that's our like picture that we look to whenever because I mean also even in college ministry like Kayla and I can relate to the fact that like God is I mean we can always relate to the fact that God is never changing but College ministry is constantly changing. There's constantly new people, constantly new friendships, stuff like that. And so we have to remember that, like, even though our life is chaotic or, like, all over the place, like, our God is constant and the same God he was in the Old Testament is the same God to us now. And, like, he carried them through the wilderness. He's going to carry us through transitions and stuff like that. And so. Oh, man. Shameless um, song plug. Uh, constant dash stripped. Yes. By, what's her name? Zariah Zachary. Oh man, put that on your Spotify after this podcast. It is so good. One of my favorites right now. She sings "Back to Life" by Bethel, but this yeah. is an independent. 
kind she's of, incredible song yeah she is but the song is incredible and it's it's guys it is one of the songs i've listened to through my season of transition it is just from it's just a reminder that the lord is the same yesterday today and tomorrow and the lord was the same when i was in college when I got married at the altar and when I'm sitting on the couch with my husband watching TV. And when we're sitting like in heaven with him. Yeah. Like, it's just, he's there mm, that's good. from the this beginning of time to the end. And it's just so cool to know that like as believers, we have the same spirit of Jesus living within us. And like that is what carries like the consistency of that is what's going to carry us through the chaos and the, the changingness, changingness. That's not yeah. a word. The changing nature of yes. life. Love it. Also, I wanted to say something. This is kind of going back to a point that we talked about earlier, but like, I feel like a lot of people do experience this, um, at least in our ministry of making the ministry almost the God instead of God mm. or God. And mm. I, I want to um, encourage the people who are still in the college ministry or still pursuing God before transitions of like, really analyze like who are you serving are you serving your college Ooh. ministry or are you serving jesus yeah and i think also another thing is once you are taken out of that there's probably a lot of guilt of oh i'm not sharing the gospel 20 times a week or like oh i'm not in constant community i'm not doing these things that i used to do and i just want to like encourage you if you're in that season there's grace and like this isn't just, like, this is just a season, and Ecclesiastes talks about that, like, there's seasons for everything, and, like, God's going to be gracious, even if your community doesn't look the same now, he's going to revive, and it's just gonna always be looking different, and that's okay, because... And also, yeah, word of encouragement for my friends in the transition stage, it, even though you're transitioning from that, the Lord's putting you in a whole new mission field, and you gotta find ways to share the gospel there. And it, it may not look as evangelical as going out in the streets, but it, even in your job, there are people, there are people, lost people there. Even if, um, even in your home, I mean, if you're a stay-at-home mom or, you know, raising kids or, you know, have family members that don't know the Lord, Different things like that. Oh, Those are yeah. all mission fields. Oh, speaking of family, one of the things that I cherish about this new um, season is that I get to focus on family a whole lot more. Um, I mean, me and my older sister's relationship was never fantastic. I'll say it. She'll be the first to say it, too. And through my season of marriage and kind of loneliness, we've been able to strengthen our relationship and just really love and encourage each other. And so it's, it's really cool. You can find all these new ways that the Lord is working and it's really going to be a blessing either way, whether that's if the way your college friends are doing it or, um, your new mission field, just, just be, just, if you are going into a new season, my mission for you is to find your mission field. What is your mission field going to be? My, my, my mission field is my job right now, you know? Because I don't go anywhere else. And I mean, and you just said, like, yes, I feel like all of our family, like, we're believers, mm -hmm. but still, you can still work on relationships and love. Show Jesus' love to people that you may not have been able to focus on before. Mm -hmm. And also, just a word of encouragement, like, you are not in this season by mistake. God has purposely put you in this season for a reason to be used for His glory. And so, 
don't don't pass by this season or just pray that it'll be over or just um, sit in it. Really pray that God will use this season, even if it's hard to um, be something that you'll learn from and be something that will glorify him. Um, Cause I mean, that's the ultimate goal. So. Well, we are so thankful that you listen. We hope that this was helpful to you. Um, that's our prayer with every podcast that we record and release. And so, um, you know, let us know on our Instagram at podcast underscore POV. Yes. Also, shameless plug, the more you share and like and just let people know, not the more like publicity get we get or like the more popular we get because we could care less about that. But just the more like we feel loved and seen and encouraged too. to it's, keep it's, making these. It's and, nice yeah. to see that people are listening. And so give us a share if you want to. Sam, thank you for coming on. Oh I appreciate my goodness, it. of course. I was a little nervy because I mean Henry was the last guest and what what a man that what a man that kid is. He's a mog. <laughs> He's, a He's awesome. But it was it was really nice to talk about I mean, hey, when the Lord places you in seasons, talk about it because I promise you there are other people in that season that need to hear what you have to say or any experience you have. Amen. So if you are in that season, if you are I know a lot of you are getting married. I know a lot of you are. <laughs> no worries. If you want any advice, please talk to me. I know I seem scary. I'm not. I promise. <laughs> she's she's uh, scary. I'm a monster, basically. <laughs> Rawr! <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Seriously. well. Love you guys. Oh, I mean, love you. <laughs> That's it for this one. See you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>